Do you know how we start this podcast? No. You don't? No. You don't? You don't? You're scaring me. I purposely didn't watch the last two because I thought I don't want to put myself <gasps> really? off. So I'm going to do it after. Now I'm scared. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you should be. <laughs> I, I was hoping you would say that. Okay. Um, so the way we start this is by saying a little harmony into the microphone. Uh, of the name Social Media Social Club. So okay. I'll start, Harry goes next, and then I want you to, we want you to complete the, the uh, harmony. Okay. Absolutely not. Not really <laughs> to, so that's part of it. Okay. Social Media Social Club. Social Media Social Club. Social Media Social Club. Oh, nice, okay. Welcome to another episode of Social Media Social Club, the podcast where we talk all things social media culture. My name is Josh. My name is Hannah. And with us today... I'm Rachel. I'm a content lead at Hydrogen. Yes! Oh, Rachel. <laughs> Introducing ourselves. We like that. You, you, I mean, that was meant for us to do, but you did it, so it's oh, fine. Fair. You did it perfectly well. So Me yeah, too. as Rachel said, this is Rachel. <laughs> audience Rachel, Rachel audience. <laughs> you it. Um, so today uh, we're going to talk a bit about something that is dear to your heart. Um, we're going to talk about storytelling. There's something that Hannah thinks is marketing jargon, but I love it. So yeah, no, it's my favourite marketing jargon okay. word. If 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 you'd watched previous episodes, <laughs> you would know. Um, if you watched episode three of Social Media Social yeah. Club, you'll get that reference. Yeah. Um, storytelling is more of a buzzword I would mm-hmm. say but I think it's a lovely word and it really is the best word to describe what we're going to be talking about today Perfect. yeah well let's let's start at the very beginning who are you and what gives you the right oh. to talk about storytelling well <laughs> like I said I'm Rachel I'm content lead I've been working in marketing for 10 years in terms of storytelling I studied film and tv at University of Glasgow I've written all my life done create writing I've worked on TV productions, worked on marketing stuff, so it's always something that I felt connected to and I felt like I understood and I'm always trying to get to the bottom of like what makes a good story, whether that's in marketing, films, TV, etc. And actually, secretly, I used to watch a film before I went to bed every single night when I was wee from like really? four, honestly, from about age four to like 14. So you know that thing they say oh like, God. whatever it is you really want to do in life is actually just what you did when you were a child and you're trying to get away from it. I just never really let go because I love that is so so cute that's gonna bring a tear to my eye (laughs) i've been been thinking that recently because when i was younger all i did all the time was like make little videos and make wee movies and now i make tiktoks for a living see i remember trying to so the difference is about storytelling i don't try and actually make videos i remember once trying to make like a toy story 2 like reenaction with like my toys and stuff and trying to film and put it together it was shocking like it was so (laughs) so bad i was like oh i'm no this is not for me like maybe you should have just told the Story. I don't yeah, try to show us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, went to uh, pen and paper instead. Yeah, I, can't exactly. be, I can't be filming stuff. It wasn't, that was not within my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think, that, I think that gives you the right. What do you think, Kyla? Oh, you more than half right. <laughs> you have an amazing background. Yeah, so storytelling is kind of a buzzword just now. I feel like you can't move on LinkedIn for seeing the word storytelling everywhere, narrative, blah, 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 blah. We, talk, yep. we spoke a bit about this, as we said, yeah. in the jargon episode. It has become jargon uh, in a way, but it is very, very important to what we do as marketers, I think. And also, if you want to tell any kind of, if you want to sell a thing, then it's kind of important uh, to tell a story. But how would you, what is your kind of, if we're kind of trying to escape the jargon versions of it. What's your kind of personal definition? What does it kind of mean to you? So I think 
there's two different things I think people use storytelling as like this blanket term that actually covers a lot of things it could be like people say oh this is a really good example of storytelling it's like well what what do you mean by that do you mean the structure's really good do you mean the characters are really strong do you mean it's really emotional and it like moves you so a lot of people use the kind of this term to cover everything so I think when people are talking about it, it probably should be a bit more specific about exactly what it is that they like about it and then for me personally I think in marketing it comes across in so many different ways like even whether it's a social post or like a full campaign you for me and the way that I prefer to do things I always like having a strong concept or strong thread throughout it and sometimes that's not even customer facing they don't have to know what the thread is but if you're especially if you're working as a team and you know someone's doing creative someone's doing design someone's doing the paid someone's everyone should be able to know what we're aiming at like what is the end goal of that and obviously there's really clear like other objectives like money or sales or brand awareness like those kind of ones that are more lofty objectives but I think at the core you have to know well I like to know what's the story we're trying to tell and how is that why is it important and who are we trying to tell it to and does that audience want that story or does it resonate so yeah I think the way I like to work I always like to have a strong story because I like to know what I'm aiming at and again I think it just gives for me it allows more creativity rather than having that kind of hard object or like a strong objective like sales it just gives you something more to aim at because it's like right okay how are we telling this story all together yeah I like that I know I think I think that like definitely applies especially if you are a creative person like I find myself more driven by like the story that we need to tell rather than like the objectives like you're saying like we need to get this many clicks we need to get these kind of sales through like that doesn't really drive me or motivate me to be my most creative whereas if I have an idea of what like what is the like story that we're trying to tell how we want to make people feel that to me like gives me more of like a purpose for the creative ideas so I feel like it helps it's like it almost has like two purposes where it helps the internal team to actually come up with ideas but then it actually helps the output like be more what it needs to be and like it does tell a story and it has more of a purpose yeah and I think as well if you whether you get it right or not I think it will still create more of an impact like say for example if we do a campaign where like oh we really just want traffic to the website we want clicks like okay yes you can have a thousand clicks but if those people weren't at some point engaged or invested in what you're doing those clicks although you could have one you could have two campaigns with equal amount of clicks but if one has a really strong impact and story the brand recall the way that people feel about it the way they might talk about it with their friends and family will be a better more impactful way of doing things than just clicks so I think there's so many different elements how you measure a campaign and I think if it's just if you go into saying we just need to up the clicks on the website it's like well why that doesn't that doesn't really equate to anything yeah clicks on a website will not necessarily get you sales or get you to really love the brand and come back to it again and again like it's just it's not gonna do that so do you feel like it is kind of it's almost like relationship building between people and like a brand and I suppose like if you think about it as like influencers and like people are really putting themselves out there as something to sell now it's not so much like everything is around brands a lot of what we're doing now is people trying to sell something so does having like this storytelling aspect do you feel that that makes things more like personable and like authentic and actually helps it feel more like relationships are being built online or yeah through campaigns I think if anything just has a story that you relate to it means that quite obviously literally you relate to it and you'll carry it with you a little bit and it's also I think it gives other people like your audience a sense of ownership because if they say it's like a I don't know let's say it's like a basic story of like you've got something to overcome and you finally manage to even though you're nervous so many people themselves have gone through that experience so if that person or that influencer is also telling a story about how that happened to them 
and maybe like sharing tips or sharing products or whatever that help that then it helps the person say like oh actually like that's the same as me that like could happen to me or like that has happened to me and that just drives a greater connection between yeah. whatever it is so I think yeah I think it's always important I think all the best like content creators are like people's favorite there will probably be a core like emotional reason that everybody likes that particular creator like it might be something basic like they're really funny and that's that's good enough that's still an emotion but for the ones that you come back to again and again there, there's usually something in them that either people are aspiring to or that they want for themselves or that they're trying to emulate so there's again like you might think it's a superficial thing but actually probably if you ask yourself really why you like that person there'll be an emotional reason and the way that they tell that story and have that like personal branding will it's ultimately like why you're rooting for them essentially yeah. like yeah. i think that that makes a difference especially when you get so many similar products like why why root for this particular person why yeah. champion this particular thing because that's i don't know i think that's quite up how a lot of people think now about brands and when they're when they're putting their money behind certain things they, they do want to feel like they're invested in some way whether it's like a comedic thing it's just simply like i like this person and i want them to do well yeah or i like this brand and i want them to do well that actually is so much more important now than it ever has been yeah and i think that goes into brand values as well like some people think would consider brand values just like you know stickers on a wall or like oh it's just nonsense but if someone's going out of their way say for example they've made like a commitment to themselves to be more sustainable this year if a brand is able to communicate the story of sustainability properly and it connects with that person then that will change the sale so it depends on again what story you're telling how you're telling it and who's looking for that mm-hmm. and how how that connects and also how authentically you tell that story I think it's it's really obvious you can tell a mile away when a brand or a company or product have just like slapped something on it to be like well yeah we're really like this but it never holds weight so yeah <laughs> much like scaffolding outside your office. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be useful for us to cover what the difference is between when a brand employs like storytelling into their kind of marketing strategy versus whether when that's something that they just don't pay attention to or aren't aware that they should be including what do you feel is the difference there I think I think each brand in each campaign will try and include it in some way. It just be, will be a different scale. I think a good example of a brand that's done it really well and kind of been very consistent with it has been Nike. Like, I think everyone is very familiar with Nike. And at the root of their story, you know, the just do it, basically it's about ambition, it's about power, it's about people being the best that they can be. That's such a human thing to want to be, but they've wrapped their whole... Like, at the end of the day, Nike sells shoes. Yeah. They don't sell ambition or being the I best. Do. They, you know, they don't... They, Buying a pair of Nike trainers will not make you a better athlete. Sorry, Nike, don't sue me. Um, <laughs> but the what they sell is the story around that, and a lot of people want to be the best thing to do. And because at the root of that, when they decided they're gonna, you know, wrap everything around this ambition story, basically, it means that they've been able to keep up that campaign for years. Like it must be maybe fifty, sixty years that that campaign's been running, and it's went right from like the original adverts to. Now you'll have all, like, all the modern athletes have obviously improved their diversity programme. So at the core story has been so flexible. They've been able to shift no matter what their brand, like you know their products is or the season. It's, so, it's such a core story that has such longevity. They've been able to do whatever they want with that in a lot of different ways because there's a bit of flexibility in it as well. I think it's got to be something that ultimately can be extended and yep. grow with your brand as well and can be future-proof to some extent. It's not related to a time and a place because your brand will become related to a time and a place yeah ultimately and it's not to say that it can't change but I think when people and I guess this is tied to branding as well like when people start a business or start that there's usually a core reason why they've done it it's not just to like oh I want to crochet or I want to 
open a pet shop there will be a core reason that you've done that so if you think about the core reason that and how that relates to other people that's usually where the kind of unique selling point of your brand will be because people people generally optimistically want to see people win and want to see them like connect with these stories and also connect with other people who are on maybe the same journey yeah I think when it comes to personal branding like that I think there's two ways you can do it one you can go for your own personal reasons why you started the business or two there's like a practical reason you saw a gap in the market and you thought it was necessary so I think whatever it is you choose if it's personal you have to be comfortable communicating it because obviously it's quite a vulnerable thing that yeah. that it's got to be natural exactly it's got to be You're natural got to be willing to be vulnerable yeah which is scary and not even willing to be vulnerable but whatever story it is that you choose you have to be willing to be open to communicating it and I think that that, again, that's quite a big ask. And I think that the emotional core of it, like, it doesn't have to be every single step that you took to get there. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you know, I tried this job and it didn't work. And I went to this college course, and it didn't work. But then I had this really great idea and it sparked it. Underneath all of that, you will find why you've done it. And I think the why is the strongest part. There's like a technique online, I think, and this applies for lots of different things. But basically you ask the question why five times to get to the root of what the cause is or what the reason for something is sounds like something that toddlers do yeah exactly <laughs> so go go full toddler and just why? keep asking why? why is that why, why is that why why yeah. um and usually underneath that you'll have you know is it because you wanted you know you wanted more confidence or you wanted you know you wanted to be ambitious you wanted to be happier it's some you will find the core of what it is that you're trying to overcome and at that core you'll also find a group of other people trying to do the same thing and that's probably where your audience may be obviously we've spoken a lot about how finding your story from a marketer's point of view or even if you're the person that's executing your own marketing do you think what do you think um how how conscious are you of tell of of this of keeping that story in mind how important do you think it is to keep conscious of that in the day-to-day, should it be week-to-week? Should it just be when you're executing the strategy? How aware and how present should that be in your mind, do you think, yeah. um, at any given time? I think it depends on, obviously, what it is you're doing. Is it like full campaign? Is it just a social post? I think for me, it's something that you kind of keep in the back of your mind or you keep almost as like a kind of North Star of like you're aiming at that and you're moving towards that direction, but you don't always have to be so explicit of like, you know, nobody wants anyone's life story and Instagram post, but you want some element of the emotion that you're driving at in each one, I'm sure, again, we spoke about Nike, if you go through their social feeds, a lot of their, the language that they use, their tone of voice, their copywriting will all aim towards this ambition that we, you know, push harder, train further, etc. Everything, it's not always as explicit as the thing at the top, but there's always elements of it that are broken down through each thing. And obviously any content strategy should have good variety. So again, when you're picking something at the top, there does have to be enough flexibility throughout to give it longevity because nobody wants to be reading the same thing over and over again and i think delivering it with confidence is like a big part of it as well like you you should be unashamed of telling whatever story you're going to tell and even because i feel like whether you go for on one side you know you're just going call to action i've got to sell this product or on the other half it may be like every every post is like a personal kind of x factory story kind of thing yeah that can get very tiring very quickly and i think the audience can smell desperation pretty quickly so i think as long as it's delivered with confidence that's like the the, the trickiest part is those two things are good but in in moderation the thing with any good film or tv show is that actually a lot of people think that a film or tv show is just slowly giving you information but what they're actually doing any good tv or film is actually asking you questions that you yourself are trying to get the answer to 
Yeah. So instead of revealing information, it's actually slowly working backwards. You know, say for example, if you're writing an episode of television, if there's like a murder, you've already decided obviously who's the killer. Then all you're doing is retrofitting all the clues and all the answers back the way. So when your audience is watching it, they're like, well, why has that person done that? Or what's that got to do with anything? Or why was that person in that place at the same time? If a TV show or film isn't very good at that and they're giving you too much information, you're bored because your brain's not doing anything. You're like, okay, well, that person seems really obvious and that person's not that. Like, I've answered the questions that this episode is asking, so I'm not I'm not interested anymore. Like, to kind of finish this up, I feel like something that I'm definitely noticing from the way that we're talking about this is it feels like the reason why, like, influencers and authenticity and, like, the type of, like, TikTok creators and stuff that we have now, the reason why they're so successful is because they are people that are telling a story and, like, it ties back to what you were saying at the start of, like they're making you feel something it's either you're watching someone and you're thinking they're really really funny they're really relatable to me they make me feel a sense of like nostalgia or something from my past or they are something that I aspire to be I think it all comes back to storytelling I think the most successful stuff that we actually do see on social media now is people either it's like we use storytelling as this blanket word but actually when it comes down to it a lot of the most successful stuff is literally someone in front of a camera telling their story it's it's comfort a lot of the time isn't it like it's, it's the comfort of seeing the same characters and friends versus seeing seeing it in, on, online, seeing TikTok, seeing these 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 characters that you come to know uh, over time and getting used to them. Oh, like the, the aesthetics of it, like the kind of clothes they wear, all this kind of stuff, the way they talk, the phrases. Yeah, that's all part of their personal story. It, yeah, yeah, it's all part of that story, and that's ultimately what I think it's all about. And I think the core of any good storytelling really is emotion. Mm-hmm. And also what emotion is it that the audience wants to feel or is trying to feel, and what are they trying to make you feel so if basically if any piece of content it can be a tv show can be marketing could be an instagram post if it doesn't have any emotion in it it's not really going to have as much impact as if you had put an element of emotion in it so true rachel (laughs) and i think that's a good place to wrap up the (laughs) (laughs) how you feeling you having a good time so far yes yes. scaffolding yeah bar like Honestly, it sounds like they're trying to build the world's largest skyscraper outside, but apart yeah. from that, it's been fine. Sounds it's been like Ultimus Prime versus Megatron. Well, that's Josh's favourite story, in case anyone wants to know. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He really um, likes Transformers, guys. Like, really, really likes Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the next part is, of course, our quiz. Oh, okay. This is what I'm most nervous about. Yeah. But so, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to spoil any of this too much, but I think you've got a rough idea what I'm going to go for with this, okay. maybe. I'm thinking um, you're going to test my knowledge of books and films. That's yes. what I think you're going to do. Rachel does sit beside me in real life, so keeping this was quite a challenge. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I think I've done all right. So yep. uh, let's begin. So this is a quiz about opening lines from books. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, nice. I want you to tell me the name of the book and okay. the author, if okay. pos. Okay. That would well, be great. <laughs> I'd like to put a disclaimer at start. Apologise to any English literature people at Glasgow Uni if I do badly. Sorry. It's been a long time since <laughs> I've been Rachel was flapping so. her gums the other day being like, I, I know was. all the openings to books. So <laughs> well, we'll find out. I'm, I'm fairly, I'm confident-ish. Which I feel like is, is what you need <laughs> to that's, be. That's so. as much as we can hope. That's, you know. I, I think I've got a good mix here of okay. Pop, okay. pop culture and classics. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Let's let's just get straight into it. Should we just get straight into it? I wish you would. I'd never given much thought to how I would die, though I ha- I'd had reason enough in the last few months. But even if I had, I would not have imagined it like this. Oh, 
Well, that's that's quite vague. Oh my god, the way that instantly gave me shivers down my spine. <laughs> what the quote? Because yeah. this girl knows it is. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it took me back to a place, a time. Oh, but that's probably a clue. <laughs> okay, well, I don't think it's a classic. I think it must be more modern. Yeah. And also, if it's like one of the hit modern ones. Mm-hmm. I'm bet- I'm bet- I'll tell you what I'm between. Okay. You guys are a team, by the way, so you can... Oh, oh well, I will win then. Okay. Well, let's, I want say, you to get it. let's hear Rachel reason at okay. first. I think either yeah. I'm between Harry Potter or oh. Twilight. You think Harry Potter starts that dark? Oh, is it a starting line? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, well, Twilight, because yeah. Harry Potter doesn't start. Twilight. It's Twilight, yes. correct. Yes. Okay. It is Twilight. I will say Hannah, Hannah gave me a lot of hints there about the gasp that she gave out <laughs> and how much I know she loves Twilight. Yeah. So <laughs> you gave me gave away a little bit there, just I'm a little a bit. Twilight stan yes. at my very core. Yeah. I was like such a twihard that I had, <laughs> oh, no. I had a um, friend in the shower, if you're watching this, because uh, I've not seen him in years, but he had a jacket that was the exact same as the jacket that Edward wore in the first movie in Twilight. Um, I'm scared about what you're going to say right yeah, now. Yeah, and um, he would wear that to school and I would just go up to him and be like, oh my God. <laughs> Because I just wanted to know what it felt like to have Edward Cullen as my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And like, oh my God, it was just, yeah, it was too far. That's I would say that fr- was that, too far. That's frightening. And also, but I'm sure many people relate to that because Edward Cullen did do a number on any young girl it was in the <laughs> early 2000s. <laughs> Unhinged. It was. It was a lot. It was a lot. Were you both Edwards? I, yeah. I don't think it's not quite as strongly as Hannah. I didn't ask any friends to hold me. That would be weird. Does he <laughs> not have a friend who had the jacket? Yeah. I, I also, yeah, yeah. It really comes down to having the wardrobe for it, Rachel. Yeah, true. But, um, true. yeah, Team Edward. Yeah, I would say now I'm actually a wee bit more Team Jacob as I get older. Oh, oh right, like, okay. Why would you want more of a tan to, beefcake. Why would, you want to, yeah, why would you want to go out with someone that's really, really cold and wants to kill you? Do you know yeah. what I mean? That, that feels like the kind of ideals that I had as a young woman, but now yeah. I'm looking for more stability and, and warmth, actually. I think I was, I think I was always Team Jacob. There was also wolves are cooler than vampires as well. <laughs> there was Kira some behind the camera is <laughs> literally like, going. She's like, <laughs> "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> there will be words with your manager. <laughs> anyway, shall we carry on? Yes, yeah. let's carry on. Uh, so, question two: If you're interested in stories with happy endings, you'd be better off reading some other book. In this book, not only is there no happy ending, there's no happy beginning, and very few happy things in the middle. Another classic for me growing up. I clearly loved just being depressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a series of unfortunate events. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, that's I, correct. I, that was thinking, correct. I was thinking 500 Days of Summer, but obviously that doesn't have a book. That just starts with the same, like, this is not a good story. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. okay. It's not a love story. That's yeah, what it this is. This is not yeah. a love story. I, that is oh, a wait. really good start. I really like yeah, that start. This is not a love story. It's a story about love. Like, <laughs> okay, Edgelord, like, calm down. <laughs> We've got Ms. Scholastic over here. <laughs> Someone only two books I've ever read so the rest of it is with you Rachel so question three um, it was a bright cold day in April and the clocks were striking 13 Uh, that's a classic one it is a classic one um, oh my god I think I'm doubting myself I think that's 1984 it is 1984 yes well done by George Orwell well done that's really good. Well done, Rachel. So much smarter than me. 
Take I'm just like a it's like depressed child meets like someone who is smart. <laughs> um, I can't think of a smart way of saying that. Someone who <laughs> someone who reads uh, other books. More. <laughs> someone who reads good. Uh, okay, so Harry Potter better be next or I'm screwed. <laughs> well, I, I looked at it and it's all, it's all like Mister and Mrs. Dursley at private. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's way too obvious. Yeah, fair. Question four. Okay. I am an invisible man. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, unless no. unless that's literally on the nose of Invisible Man. Correct! <laughs> Invisible Man by Ralph oh. Ellison. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that as a wee curveball there. I was like, literally, my mind has gone through all the one, like, all the books that include invisible people, and I'm like, wait, wait, none of those. And I was like, what do you mean just all, all the books that include invisible people? Well, there's What's the Harry there's Potter? The Harry Potter. Invisibility cloak. It's not invisible. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. That's a couple of different horror stylers. Uh, question five. Okay. It was a queer, sultry summer. The oh. summer they electrocuted the Rosenbergs and I didn't know what I was doing in New York. That's the bell jar. Nice. Oh, Bye. So smart. So we'll pass. Yes. Nice. Question six. Call me Ishmael. Oh. Um, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> why am I thinking 20,000 leagues on the sea? But I know it's not that. I know it's not that. It's the other You're one. You're not far off. Um, oh, Moby Tech. Yeah, Moby Tech. Yeah. Bye. Uh, oh. Herman something something. Melville. Yeah. Melville. There Herman we go. Melville. Don Rachel. I was just honestly, Quesh. my brain is categorizing me like old ass name, old ass name. <laughs> like, I can't remember what it is. You don't get many Hermans these days. You don't. You really don't. Bring back Herman. It's baby Herman. <laughs> baby Herman. Oh, it's gorgeous. Baby What's H. Oh Welcome, God. baby H. Question <laughs> anyway. oh seven. Still unnamed. Okay. My name was Salmon. Like the fish, first name oh. Susie. I was 14 when I was murdered on December 6th, 1973. The most tragic and heartbreaking film, also really scary, The Lovely Bones. Bye. Sus- Susie? Susan? Yeah. No, that was the main character. Jodie. Davy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can see the cover with like the the like bright light and stuff like that. Oh my God. I'll awesome. give you the mark anyway. It was... Jody- Pickle? No, no, no. 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 I saw yeah, Alice, Alice Siebold. Oh, no. Okay. You no. are you both 747. Seven. Oh. I think this one might trip you up a wee bit. Aaron, that literature to be. Oh, God. You're scaring me now. In the week before the departure to Arrakis, when all the final scurrying about had reached a near unbearable frenzy, an old crone came to visit the boy, the mother of the boy, Paul. Oh, God. People. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Um, visiting where? Iraq? Arrakis. That sounds. That that's not a real place. No. So, sounds like spacey. Yep. Hey, obviously, Star Wars doesn't have a book, or it's not based off the film. Well, it doesn't no. have Paul either. Oh, no, it was, it's Star Wars oh. is inspired by this. Do you book. know? Do you know what? Because you sit next to me and you've done the quiz, I'm gonna guess June. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My fave. Yes, that is so good. <laughs> well done. If I don't get it through general knowledge, I'll do it through proximity to you because yeah. that's how it works. That's I thought it just for me there. Uh. Um, <laughs> when he was nearly 13, my brother Jem got his arm badly broken at the elbow. Oh, oh, uh, Gregory Peck film. Um, oh my God. When it comes to the balcony, they're defending that guy. Oh my God, it literally couldn't be a more classic thing and my brains went blank. Yep. Um, the author only wrote two books. 
uh, authors Harper Lee Collins. What the hell? Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. Yes. 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 Watching the call to movie <laughs> yeah. there was magical. I thought for really I told a story. I oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. It's my speciality. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought better than me sitting here going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really who wants to be a millionaire? Didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. Thanks. That, like, I was I'm artic- articulating it for the audience. Just you know? going, yeah. Final question. Oh, okay. Question ten. Do I get now a you're doing very well. For Do this. I get a million pounds if I win? You might. Oh, we'll well, see. Oh, that's more than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I wake up, the other side of the bed is cold. Now all I thought there when you said when, when I, I wake, wake up. up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Proclaimers five hundred miles. When I wake up, the, the other, other side, side of the bed is cold. It's cold. Oh, well, I feel like we've had enough classics. Mm-hmm. So we're back in the modern day. We're back in the modern, and if it's in the realm of the what appears to be the teenage literature list that you've taken from, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Hunger I'm throwing ga- some stuff for Hunger Hannah. Hunger Games. You're just gonna go for that because that's right. That's <laughs> God, I've never even read Hunger Games. I've also story. read that. You are a <laughs> yeah. freak of nature. Like, well, oh my God, that is amazing. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know what to say to that. I really don't. Did I get, where's my million pounds? That's what yeah, I'm saying. If I had it, I would give you that. because I <laughs> <in> the post. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Um, that was incredible, Rachel. Yeah, Thank you that very was much. really, really impressive. But I was impressed with myself with the quiz, I must say. I was nervous about it, but I feel like... Yeah. That was good. It went My well. My mind is actually blown. You just came that. that was amazing. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that really is it for All social right. media social club, guys. Yeah, like the podcast Mine, is done. We can't yeah. get any better. We, we will not be recording any further episodes. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Rachel. Social media, complete it. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go, do you have anything to plug? Oh, oh my God. Should I? Yeah. I, I was not prepared for this. Well. Oh, you're throwing me off my plug. What do I have to plug? If you're going to watch one show, watch Below Deck Down Under. It is amazing. It's amazing. Shall you Captain Jason? Because he's my favourite. Nice. Shall you Captain Jason? Yeah, um, sure he's watching. Or she? He. he. Ben, ben the Chef in that one. Ben the Chef is in that one. Thank, <laughs> thank you to Alex and Peanut Gallery who just agreed with me that it's good. So, yes, it's amazing. You should watch it. Amazing. Fabulous. Great fodder TV. Thank you, Rachel. So before we go, um, if you want to follow uh, Social Media Social Club on Instagram or TikTok, where can you do that, Hannah? It's at socialmedia.socialclub because we couldn't get the other handle. Yeah, if you're out there with that handle, why are you doing, <laughs> are you doing with it? And give it back to me. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully you are. Uh, like it, subscribe. And yeah, uh, if you're on a streaming platform, leave us a five-star review. That is very much appreciated. It helps get the podcast out. Share it. If you can, if you want to, that'd be very much appreciated too. Uh, that's us, I think. That's it. Social Media Fabulous. Social Club. That's all, folks. Thank you, guys. See you Thanks, later. Rachel. Bye. 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 Bye.